BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Cockfather. I am Craig Rommel. So in the last couple of weeks, the uh, podcast has had a couple of issues with Facebook. We were talking about a mayor of a major city in Canada who was also a member of the police service board who came out and made it clear she was afraid of the police, affected morale within policing like you wouldn't believe, especially coming from a mayor of a city of one and a half million people. Last episode we did, I decided to test this. It looks like they don't want to talk about and politics of any kind, even pro stories, I guess. The refunding podcast was from articles of major newspapers in North America. Articles of the defunding recently in the last couple of weeks, major newspapers, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Los Angeles Times are coming out with articles about the reverse where major cities are now adding millions of dollars to the budget because the crime rates are skyrocketing in 63 of the 66 major urban centers in the States. We just copied what they were saying, and it was a test, and sure enough, it's come back. We can't boost that podcast, so it looks like we're flagged. I don't understand this at all, so I wanted to have a, an expert come on to, to describe this. This gentleman is one of the top in the field. His name is Jeff Brown. His company is Alpha Social Media Inc. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great, Craig. And how are you doing? Well, I'm doing good. You know, with pandemic, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of head scratching going on. And I decided to get in the podcast to see if I can help police officers because of my background. And I wanted to put some positive stories out there regarding the police. You've looked at the podcast, and I just don't know what we did wrong. When I listened to it, uh, I didn't hear anything about what you said could be on a typical evening news program and they could say it, they could get away with it. It could go on their particular Facebook stream as well and nobody would bother them. But when you start stepping on toes, it potentially can cause others to report you for abuse. For instance, I know that happened to my daughter many years ago. She went into the Facebook penalty box, I call it, 30 days of no like, share, comments, literally uh, Facebook hell. And I knew at that time some people in Facebook and they couldn't help. A lot of this stuff is robotic, if you want to say that. And so if one of the team, for instance, didn't like what you said, they may very well have reported you. But on the other side of the coin, we're now seeing that over time, Facebook has taken a stance on and what can be said on there. If you're not left-leaning in that area, then you're going to have a hard time getting your message out in Facebook. It's just the way that uh, they've got teams, uh, especially with vaccines, with policing, with a lot of these different issues, they are literally watching what is being said. And if it doesn't go in their direction, they are going to shadow ban or they're going to 
not allow you, for instance, to boost your post and create greater visibility because that's not what they want to have happen, say that way. So the groups that are opposite my message, whether it was defunding the or anything like that, are they being also? Or are they just no. they just allowed to uh, do and say what they at, want? Looking at typical groups, one group is shadow ban. The other one can pretty much carte blanche to say whatever they want. And it's not really a fair system. If you're not, we talk left and right, or even center. If you're not left, then um, they're really looking at the content that you're putting out and controlling the message that goes out. They've got pretty much an agenda that the company uh, from head on down wants to march to. And if you don't march to the beat of their drum, so to speak, it's going to be really hard to get visibility with your posts and even advertising. What about the other social media outlets? Where are we with Twitter or anybody else? Twitter shadow banning too as well. Pretty much all of them. And since Facebook owns Instagram, you can be pretty sure that that's happening there. Big tech is really coming down on things that they don't favor. Let's put it that way. Be as polite as we can. If it's not in their wheelhouse, they don't want to hear about it. They don't want you telling others about it as well. So it ends up being very much one-sided. One group can say what they want. Other groups cannot, for instance. So if you have a, I'm a member of different police chat lines on Facebook, but they're private, private members only. That's not policed at all. Is that correct? Or are they To my knowledge, no, but it is being observed. So if they have a membership of 1,700 regular people that go on to chat, it is still being looked at by Facebook. Facebook looks at everything. Everything they can get their hands on, they're looking at. Now, private, a private setup. Have you, do you know of any, Facebook shutting or anybody else shutting the private talk down? I have not heard of that, but again, if you're going to use specific keywords, they're going to start looking and they can start shutting down accounts if you use certain words that trigger searches. And if that comes in front of their community standards, they can shut particular accounts down for that. Everybody can be shut down depending on what you say, how you say it. They have these AI algorithms that search. So it's not literally teams. They have teams that oversee it, but uh, artificial intelligence finds stuff. It gets flagged and then it goes for a look. And any, any account is subject to being removed or suspended or the Facebook jail, so to speak. Any of those accounts can. So how advanced is that computer that's playing this? Is it one word that comes up or is it a sentence or what? I, could be both. Could be what I call short tail, long tail. Short tail is one to two words, a phrase. Long tail is three, four, five, and beyond. And so they have specific words they search for. And when you combine certain words, that can trigger a specific actions as well. So I obviously, my background was and politics or politics. And that's where I made my name. That's where I got a TV show. I got a radio show. I got everything in my life right now is police and politics of me being obviously pro police. I can't, I just can't use that term anymore. Can I, if I want to stay no. with Facebook, we've got to break out of theosaurus essentially. And you'll see some uh, videos and different uh, accounts where the person will say, I can't say this word, but the word appears on the video as a card 
or as text on the screen, for instance. People are even doing that so that their videos don't get taken down. Wow. It's very common that um, accounts can get removed for saying specific things, certain words. You say that, you get three strikes. One, two, three, you're gone. That's why a lot of accounts will use a synonym or something. Everybody knows what they mean. For instance, um, let's see how this one goes. Dumb onion. Have you ever, does that ring a bell? Dumb onion? No. I'm sorry. No. There's a street right beside Pleasant Street, Dominion Street. Wow. Does that make it clear? Yeah. They can get demonetized. You can get a strike and you got to remove the video, for instance, and then you've got to toe the line. If you continue to get strikes, three strikes, you're gone, kind of deal. And so big tech is dictating a lot of ways what you can and cannot say. And it's becoming very similar to social media in another country where we can't mention their name, but think north and slightly to the west. Yeah. Is there anything in the horizon where, say, somebody wants to put a social media outlet out there where you can talk about and politics or anything else that are being stopped? Is there anybody that's looking on the horizon here to start a chat? Yes, there are other uh, social networks that are starting up. But at the end of the day, it's about can they gather traction with people and numbers? And so, for instance, we're looking Gab. uh, We're looking at Parler, for instance. Parler was taken down. Now they're back. They're kind of more cooperating with what Parler expects them to do. I'm not an advocate for hater, uh, that kind of stuff. We're now seeing that new networks are coming up. And and I think of it this way. When I was younger and we used to go clubbing, one month, one club would be hot. Everybody be there. You go next week, everybody's gone. They've moved on. And these social networks can be like that. Literally, Facebook could be a thing. And next week, it could be nothing. Because Facebook is, is dependent upon the people as an example. And so... There'll always be new networks that come up, but the only question is, can these new networks get the number they need for businesses to advertise and be successful and monetize the whole experience? And the police are not the only organizations. Even business, for instance, suffers with visibility on all these social networks. I was going to ask you, outside of law enforcement, what other profession, legitimate profession, is being affected by this? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Buckle up, folks. The Car Pro Show podcast is here to rescue you from the doldrums of everyday life. And you can find it on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcast cravings take you. What do we have here, Doctor? Looks like yet another case of the Car Pro Show podcast giddies. Do you concur? I concur. And it's spreading like wildfire. I know, but the podcast is so powerful. Jerry and Kevin dish out all the juicy car news from the Car Pro Friends universe. They review and chat about the latest car lineups from all the big players in the industry. And they take live calls to help steer car buyers in the right direction. It's highly addictive and impossible to shake. 
Do we alert the press? Are you crazy? If more people discover the Car Pro Show podcast and its cornucopia of car curriculum, this thing will spiral out of control. <laughs> Listen to the Car Pro Show on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcast desires take you. Brought to you by CarPro.com, where you now have a friend in the car buying business. CarPro.com. <laughs> I can't think, I think specifically of one. When Facebook does this, they're in a business. They depend on advertising. Have they decided this because certain av- big advertisers went to them and said, don't put anything good out there about the police? Is this something as simple as that? It could be a combination of they've been told this is the way they're going to go. If they're hooked up with politicians, there may be some sort of an agenda. In your case, potentially, there's a lot of different factors. and. These companies, a lot of ways, want to please the people that are screaming the loudest. The squeaky wheel gets the oil, so yeah. to speak. And so they could lean that way. I'm not saying they're all bad, but they certainly are influenced by the loudest voices, so to speak. Whistleblowers are coming out from these social networks, and they're revealing what's going on. And we're getting a very clear look at behind the scenes as to what's being dictated, topple and down, so to speak. And so in a lot of ways, their days could be numbered. So I'm looking, I'm going to ask you for some free advice right now. I have a podcast called The Cop Father that's pro that is definitely about politics. And actually, it's, there's a term that's used in law enforcement, the three Ps, power and politics. The power being the politicians. So if I want to continue with this, with Facebook, what's acceptable and what's not? And my, as I've always been, anything I've done with TV or film or radio, I've always talked the true stories. It's always factual stories that I work on. My entire life after I left the, the has been that. So we're talking about factual events that are happening. That was what the podcast was about. Where should I go from here? Well, the, think? the biggest thing that I stress with every business I encounter, everybody, it's all about building community around you. The, the whole idea is that if you've got people looking for you, they're going to find you, whether you get shadow banned or not on these social networks. So it's about building communities, engaging where you can, and literally having people know you. Therefore, you can change up the titles of messages, and you can use words that may not be directly words that you might get blocked for, for instance, but people will be will know what you're looking for and literally listen to your uh, your stuff. So changing things up, but it's still all really important that engagement around these posts when they happen, like literally when you're out and about, be telling people face-to-face about this, all means possible to market all of your channels. So say, yes, here it is. Yeah. Here's my business card. Here's the cop father business card. Here's whatever it is, sending it out to all the friends. Or what do I do with what's happened to me? Because, you know, just not myself, I don't understand of why we would be censored, let's say. A lot of people aren't going to understand that. Do I mention the fact, like, I don't even know what we're talking about now is going to air on Monday. I don't even know if they're going to allow us to boost this discussion. What What's your experience with that? Well, this is a discussion that's not just happening with It's happening with anybody that's has a story to tell, a truth to tell, so to speak. And it's If it's not a convenient truth, it could very well be. I mean, all these social networks have people that oversee 
what's permitted and what's not. And that brings in an interesting discussion as to these social networks aren't supposed to be editors, and now they are. And because they're not supposed to be set editors, they're giving privileges that the average businesses aren't afforded. In other words, they, no one can come after them, so to speak. But if they are continuing to go into the role of editing, in other words, blocking and editing stuff, then they're on dangerous ground with any of these uh, liberties that they may have been assigned. They could be removed. And so there's that always the constant tension of how much meddling happens and when do politicians, when do the people that oversee federally, government-wise, step in, like the CRTC and any of the organizations elsewhere, that they step in and say, hey, this has got to stop. That, that's an interesting situation that as more and more of these cases happen, it may cause more of this stuff to come to the forefront. And you may find yourself in a good company of people that are encountering the same things. Jeff, your company is uh, Alpha Social Media Inc. and our business training solutions. Talk about the company. What exactly do you do? I'm a workplace education instructor and I teach businesses in Nova Scotia how to be great from social media and WordPress training to the technical skills that they need, and literally even how to be safe online. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Buckle up, folks. The Car Pro Show podcast is here to rescue you from the doldrums of everyday life. And you can find it on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcast cravings take you. What do we have here, doctor? Looks like yet another case of the Car Pro Show podcast giddies. Do you concur? I concur. And it's spreading like wildfire. I know, but the podcast is so powerful. Jerry and Kevin dish out all the juicy car news from the Car Pro Friends universe. They review and chat about the latest car lineups from all the big players in the industry. And they take live calls to help steer car buyers in the right direction. It's highly addictive and impossible to shake. Do we alert the press? Are you crazy? If more people discover the Car Pro Show podcast and its cornucopia of car curriculum, this thing will spiral out of control. <laughs> Listen to the Car Pro Show on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcast desires take you. Brought to you by CarPro.com, where you now have a friend in the car buying business. CarPro.com <laughs> And so I'm passionate about helping businesses do better. And I always strive to literally through my training events to create opportunities, even real time in the classroom to show them that this stuff can be, can actually happen from realtors where literally they're leaving the rooms because they've gotten leads. Then now my classroom's getting empty to the guy that sold the car in the classroom. All these different stories of actually sales and opportunities and leads being generated that shows this social media really does work. And so that's basically what I do is I help businesses create visibility, create opportunity and create success. Are you finding it's a moving target all the time? Things are changing. It is constantly a moving target. I started in 2008 and I have seen a ton of changes. 
I'm the creator of the uh, Crime Stoppers Facebook Leave a Tip tab. And that was one of my original uh, claims to uh, fame with my friend Scott Mills. He was with the Toronto Police Service. That was with the OPP. But I've always been very soft-hearted to policing and seeing safe communities, successful communities. And what is happening right now is it's just a head-scratcher. And I know several police officers and members, and I've got nothing but good to say for these guys. And when I think about defunding, I just shake my head and say, you guys are literally creating an opportunity for criminals to do more of what they do. And that's where another part of my business with uh, Crunch Stoppers. The last podcast was on that topic about the defunding seems to be reversing its approach. That is an education. To me, educating the general public on what's happening. That's not being talked about enough. And unfortunately now it's being where you can't get that information out. So how does the newspapers get away with it then? How are they the headline? Because they all have their own Facebook page. And there was some, you know, I was talking to the New York Times, uh, Wall Street Journal, CNN, and they were making it clear that the defunding is reversing. How are they able to put that up on Facebook and not have an issue? How about I use the word partnership and kind of leave it there in that they've curried special favor and they're very much linked together, so to speak. They're all in the boat rowing the oars and they're all rowing in one direction where you're the guy with the other boat that wants to go the other way. And it's, it's really an upstream battle for you. When there's hero officers out there or just any profession, good people, the message cannot get out there because it's controlled by a group or a company. Just my last question on that. When you talk about AI or a computer is making this decision, how far up the chain of command would this go with Facebook? Is it, is it a group of managers that have this much power? I know they have a set of guidelines now, which you cannot talk about. Community standards, yeah, right? that uh, you may but or may is not there, be able- Is there one person or a group of people that are, like Facebook's huge. Just, we're talking hundreds of millions of people that are using it, but is it all computer or is it live? No, it's a combination hybrid. And Obama said it best, the buck stops at the top. At the end of the day, There are people that are in charge of this whole monitoring situation. They're using computers, artificial intelligence. But at the end of the day, it's a combination between computers and people deciding. Wow. Uh, Jeff, how can people get a hold of you? They want to reach out to me by all means. They can uh, reach me at jeff at workplaceeducation.ca. Great. Listen, thanks so much. You're very well educated. You're telling me exactly what I needed to know moving forward. So listen, thanks very much, Jeff. I appreciate it. If you have to get a hold of us, go to infocopfather.com. I am Craig Lamell, and we will talk to you soon. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.